I'm Casey. And I'm Christina. And welcome to episode six of Tried and Booed. Yay! <laughs> Can you believe it's six episodes and this is a special Christmas slash holiday episode? Yes. So the day that this episode comes out will be December 22nd. So we mm-hmm. are currently on the week and days before Christmas. Um, and just like the biggest holiday celebrations. Yes. Of course, because it's almost the Christmas and holiday time, we decided to do holiday-related reviews for this week's episode, starting with, you know, just anything revolving around things you'd need to decorate um, and things you'd even watch that's relating to Christmas or the holiday season. But before we get into that, we're going to do, of course, the question of the episode. And so the question that we're going to be answering today is, what is the worst Christmas gift that you've ever been given? Okay, so I was thinking about this because honestly, like, I've gotten a lot of great Christmas gifts. Like, my friends know me well. My family knows me pretty well. Um, like, <laughs> Pretty well? You're just like, eh, I mean, they well, get it sometimes. <laughs> Gift-wise, sometimes I'm like, you know, this is fine. But I would say probably the worst Christmas gift I ever got was my one college friend's old globe wait what (laughs) okay so I'll explain so my sophomore year right before I transferred to Point Park so like you're coming into the end of the first semester so it was winter break we had a big Christmas Mm -hmm. party with all the acting majors because I went to a theater conservatory for those of you who don't know in Chicago we were at my one friend Bob's house and They had White Elephant, and, like, White Elephant is supposed to be, like, goofy and fun, but Mm. the bag I got, every single item was stolen or taken from (gasps) somebody else. Oh, my gosh. Which is funny, but also, like, scary. And I will tell you, one of the items in the bag I still use to this very day, knowing it was fully stolen from the store. So the one item, (laughs) well, I'll get to it, because the one item was a globe, and my friend Carly had just moved um transferred back home I think like shortly before and had left it behind and so they had taken the globe from her she I mean she didn't Mm -hmm. she didn't want it but like you know they stole that from her and then there was a Starbucks mug like a nice white porcelain Starbucks mug and I think where this person got it I don't want to reveal who they are but I think where (laughs) they got it is there was this Starbucks that was literally right up the street from our school building and you know like it was like a Chicago Starbucks so it's like pretty busy all the time and they have like those little like kind of stands near the line with like cups and stuff like honestly you could pretty easily shoplift something from there but I was Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh like this is stolen but like obviously I'm not gonna take it back now like it's out of the box and everything um and it's like this pretty white porcelain Starbucks mug and I still use it. So that was pretty good. The globe, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I think that's the worst thing I ended up throwing it out when I moved. Oh but- yeah. I, I was gonna ask you what you did with it because I don't recall ever seeing that globe when we started to live together as roommates. So I guess it disappeared before no. we had a chance to meet. <laughs> this was right before you and I ever met, which is crazy to think about. But um moving back from Chicago to Pittsburgh like we used my car my dad's car so like I really had to just like throw out stuff I wasn't gonna keep yeah um oh man that was a a wild time in my life that Christmas party was 
it was wild. <laughs> I, that's funny that you like you guys did a white elephant. I've heard of like those type of gift giving parties, but I've never personally been a part of it or participated in one. But um, actually, that is like one of the events that go on in one of the movies that I'm going to be reviewing later on in this episode. But I'm going to answer the question first. I was trying to think of what was the worst present or gift that I'd been given for Christmas. And I mean, in general, you can always tell when gifts are like very specifically chosen for you, or maybe they're just like general gifts that maybe like family friends will give. So we'll typically receive from family friends like those uh, hand soap and hand lotion kits that are holiday themed or like holiday scented, which honestly, I appreciate those because you can never have too many soaps and you can never have enough uh, lotions because your hands get dry. But one year for Christmas, um, I never really expected to get gifts from the family who hosted the little Christmas gathering that we went to that year. Um, just because like we're not very close to them. So there isn't really a reason for them to give us gifts. We're happy enough that we were just like, celebrating Christmas with them but my brother and I we both got the same present we opened this gift and inside is a box of fruit by the foot <laughs> like that's it what? it was a box of fruit by the foot like the fruit snack or the uh yeah or the fruit, yeah the fruit snack yes and like honestly Michael and I Michael my brother and I we didn't mind because like we love getting food or like snacks, but it was just so funny that like so weird. we That's were weird gifted. <laughs> we were gifted fruit by the foot. <laughs> Thinking about fruit by the foot just makes my teeth hurt because I just feel like it was so like I remember eating it and it just being so like sugary sweet and getting stuck on my teeth. But they did make a version that you could put tattoos on your tongue do you mm-hmm. remember that yes I do yeah I so the thing is when I was growing up we didn't really get many like fruit snacks because my parents knew that like those weren't good for us to be eating a lot as kids so it was always like a really special treat or like a once in a while kind of thing if we were to get fruit snacks or snacks like that so even getting that as a like Christmas present that one year Michael and I were really ecstatic like oh my god we get fruit by the foot what (laughs) but it's still funny (laughs) it's just so strange because you think about if someone goes to the store all the different things that are marketed is like cute little Christmas gifts like hot chocolate uh you know hot chocolate marshmallows like chocolate Santas all these sorts of things but no they got the fruit roll-ups. Maybe it yeah. was a two-for-one. And it wasn't even Christmas-themed either. Like, you know, like you said, when it's the holiday season, there's a lot of, like, winter or um, holiday-themed things. But nope, this was just, like, your regular fruit-by-the-foot box. And I got one, and my brother got one, and we just ate them. <laughs> so that was my worst gift that I've been given for Christmas. Honestly, the runner-up for me that I was thinking about for worst gifts was, um, and it's it wasn't that it was a bad gift. It was just something I never ended up wearing. My grandma, Houlihan, who I miss very much, would always get my sister and I matching clothing items as part of, like, our Christmas gift. Like, she would give us a stocking with, like, chapstick and different, like, little candies in it. And then she would get us, like, usually, like, a box with, like, a shirt and a hat or, like, something like that. 
And um, one year she got us, remember those puffy vests? You know? mm-hmm. And I got a pink one, which was perfect, except for like, I felt like it looked so bad on me and it just sat on my closet. And just recently, actually, I donated it because oh. it was, it was really like, it was never worn. And I just like, couldn't stand the way it um, like looked on me. But <laughs> another thing I, I remembered is at that white elephant party, because that's really the only white elephant party I've ever been to. I thought I had the best, people were literally fighting to trade my gift. It was um, an as seen on TV gift. So I got it at CVS in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was a hair, a glitter hair stamper. So you were supposed to be able to like, I don't know, put some sort of thing in this device and take some of your hair and like stamp a star. Yeah, I think I remember hair. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so good. Uh, and people really wanted it. So oh, man, it does make me wish that I you know, my friends and I or family friends or whoever could have had white elephant parties because I just think it's like fun. Like you're not spending so much money to get gifts for everyone. It's just like you get to look for the most outrageous, like one singular gift and then chaos ensues depending on (laughs) what everyone else has gotten and things like that. But I don't know, maybe in the future we can have a, yeah, <laughs> a white elephant. that would be fun it's it's honestly it's chaotic and it's like very um fun and and that was the goal too because like we were all obviously like college students in Chicago like didn't have a lot of money <laughs> um, everything, everything's so expensive there so the goal was like just get something like relatively cheap and and we'll all get a gift but we just you know trade something them. nifty and just like yeah. make fun of it <laughs> I honestly, I mean, I use that Starbucks mug to this day, so. So it worked out. I think it worked it out. Did. And I ate all my fruit snacks, so it worked out. <laughs> it worked yeah. out. Well, if you are in the Christmas spirit listening to this episode and you need some last-minute gifts, I don't know if they'll get there by Christmas, especially if you're listening on the 22nd. You're literally going to have to overnight this. But <laughs> or just go to the store, <laughs> maybe. Well, I don't know if you'll be able to find this at the store because one of the items I have for reviews today, I've seen it on a bunch of like BuzzFeed list, and I thought about getting it for our dear friend Elliot one year. I almost <laughs> did, and honestly, like I low key might just get them and like mail them to him because he's the only person I would ever like think to send these. They are called beardaments, Beardum. and they are beard ornaments um they are on amazon for ten dollars you get a pack of 12 of these and like honestly like obviously they're a gimmick but they're highly reviewed 2034 reviews four and a half stars wow so i think from what i can see they're basically like little like almost like little um plastic ornaments attached to like a twist tie sort of thing mm-hmm. like twist up into your beard and I'll show you the picture the, the guy model is very um interesting to say the least oh why did I think it was okay now I totally know what you're talking about but when you said beardaments I thought they were beard shape ornaments but no it's ornaments to place onto the beard <laughs> I should have been clear yes they go into your beard um and <laughs> on amazon they have like a description you know they'll be like size 12 pieces material ornament color theme just says religious (laughs) (laughs) 
do you believe in a god now? <laughs> right? The god Jesus, Jesus wore these in his beard. <laughs> but um, they're very just fun and interesting. And the review I saw that, that made me want to bring it was just like, it was a tale to tell that I don't know if it was appropriate to tell on uh, Amazon reviews, but I'm going to share it because they put it out to the public and I said, well, that's for me to share now. <laughs> this review comes from Missy, who gave it five stars. She said, hilarious. Got these for my coworker to wear in his beard, but that stinker shaved his beard right when I got them. Said his wife was going to leave him if he didn't. <laughs> Who's more important? I mean, coworkers or the wife? Winky first. <laughs> 25 people found this helpful. Oh, good. <laughs> I think they were also in a similar situation where they bought this for their bearded coworker and the coworker shaved it off. <laughs> Who's more important, me or your wife? I was like, girl, that is something to put out there. That sounds but- like something out of like The Office, like something like, like a episode or a scene out of The Office. A lot of people highly reviewed them, though, in- including Missy. Um, like, all these five-star reviews. There's also a really cute one that, um, uh, I'm assuming this person, the-, the wife of this person, it looks like, put this on, attached to the picture. They said, no one looks as good as my man and his beardments. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and it's five stars. Uh, I wish there were a thousand stars for this. No one looks as good as my man and his beardments. Take your pictures down and look at the brawny man specimen in my photo. I wish I had taken a picture of the faces and giggles of everyone who saw them. Saw him. I wish I invented these. They're really good quality, much better than I thought they would be, and definitely reusable. I was actually amazed none of them broke because they were handled quite a bit and worn as earrings by a few of the party guests. Definitely a great stocking stuffer. Earrings? Okay, so maybe they're like hooks. Wait, yeah, I was going to say, how are they attachable? Because to me, it sounded like um, similar to like bread ties. Like it sounds like you just like bread tie it onto the beard. Yeah, that's what, when I read it the first time, that's what I thought. But now I'm looking at them. Oh, okay. So, you know, those teeny tiny little like, they're almost like butterfly clips, but they're not the butterflies. They're just like these little teeny tiny like hair clips Mm -hmm. to hold like pieces of hair back Mm -hmm. it's like that with hooked onto it um like a little bobble or a little bob with like a a ribbon it looks like Mm -hmm. but they they must be pretty sturdy here i'll show you they're just those little black clips with little oh oh i see on there um i mean they're very religious if you ask me Everyone in the, <laughs> everyone at church is wearing them. <laughs> um, it says about this item, important, look out for counterfeit sellers. Only purchase the beardaments that are sold by beardaments and shipped from Amazon FBA. I mean, I suppose there probably are a lot of knockoffs that just aren't very good quality. But these ones apparently are. They're really highly reviewed. People love them. They're fun and i might just have to send them to a friend of of ours (laughs) i feel like because they're um those tiny butterfly clips you could just put them in any hair (laughs) like you could put in your own hair one person said she um i I was a female and she said that she put them in her own hair for a christmas party and that she loved them um 
So I think that they would work for a lot of people, a lot of different reasons. You could buy them as earrings as well. It looks like they make earring versions because the clip ones would probably hurt after a while wearing like it would be like wearing clip on earrings, which as, I could yeah. never do. It did sound similar to clip-on earrings when you were describing Dude, it at first. Those hurt. I remember trying to wear those when I was little. I would wear my grandma's old clip-on earrings. They hurt. At least they stayed on, right? I mean, they did, <laughs> but like, point. at what cost? I don't know. My ears have always been, uh, my ears have always been pierced ever since I was a baby. So <laughs> I never had oh. to. I never had to deal with that problem. Man, I was so scared getting my ears pierced. I remember the day very specifically. There was a spinoff of Build-A-Bear that you could make, like, these, like, plushy, like, dolls that looked like you. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was called, but it was right next to Build-A-Bear. Or maybe it was Injustice. It was, like, one of those things at the mall. And I remember I got one of those, and my mom was like, okay, you can hold it while you get – she got me one so you can hold it while you get your ears pierced when you're scared. So I remember I'm, like, holding this little doll, getting my ears pierced. And, like, it does hurt. I mean, like, it's, like, needles. It's obviously going to hurt a little bit. Um, And I remember as a reward after being such a brave girl getting my ears pierced, we got to go to (laughs) Bahama Breeze, which I literally no longer know if it exists. It wasn't at Ross Park Mall. It was a different mall. I'm trying to remember what mall we were at. And I loved Bahama Breeze. It was my favorite restaurant when I was little. So I think it still exists because one of my friends, they used to work at a restaurant group that like owns Bahama Breeze and they told me that it still exists. So I think it still exists, but I personally don't think I've ever gone. <laughs> it's but, Robinson yeah. Mall. Ooh, I see. And honestly, like I loved it because like it was beach themed and you could get frozen drinks. Like frozen, like I was a child, so obviously it was like frozen. Like a slushy. <laughs> like a slushy. And I dang, I'm gonna have to get I think you take me back. <laughs> You're like, please take me to Bahama Breeze. I want a margarita. I want a margarita. A pina colada. <laughs> they have empanadas. Ooh, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go back to this place. But anyway, yeah, that's a very distinct memory of my my pierced ears. But um, I have another Christmas item, but I don't know if we want to go on to yours first, just so we can switch it up. We can do one of mine. So cool. I have another ornament type of item that I have reviews for. Um, these are actually for slightly different like ornaments, but they're the same character. So. Um, back when minions were the rave <laughs> and talk of the town for children and also people older than children. Um, minions are still popular these days, though. So I guess it doesn't, it wasn't like a one-time thing. Like people still love minions, which yes. is cool. Like that's awesome. Great. So there's this one minion ornament and I was trying to figure out if it's one of those, um, like really special or supposed to be like a specially designed ornament that should be like kept in pristine condition or if it's like one of the plastic ones that maybe you could like throw around a bit and it'd be okay it'd still stay in place but I wasn't able to figure out exactly which one but there's a minion designed ornament that is motion activated with like light and it like the minion says it's oh, catchphrases, no. I think. 
Um, so I have, I think, two reviews. No, three reviews for this. Um, no, 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 it's two. Wait, what? No, three. Okay, I can count. <laughs> I was like, can I count? I don't know. So the first review uh, was written in October of this year. So I guess somebody was like, I'm going to hop on the train of getting my Christmas gifts or Christmas decorations early because... I don't know. I guess they expected it to be busier when December rolled around. So this was back in October of this year. They rated it one star and they titled it Annoyingly Large. The review reads, cute, but too big and clunky. Gonna need a big opening on the tree to hide this goober. <laughs> How big is it? It's not that big. Like you consider the general size of like ornaments. That's like the size of this ornament. <laughs> Okay, listen, maybe she's an exclusively tiny ornament kind of person. I, I suppose, or maybe she has one of those tiny trees, and thus the weight of it or oh, the size yeah. might overcome the small tree. I don't know. I'm just Charlie like... Charlie Brown tree. I'm just putting it out there. But uh, another person also reviewed this, this time back in November of this year. They gave it one star as well, and they said, bought this in the store, but when I got home, her body was missing. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so mad. I would be so mad if I bought an ornament and then like the main part of it disappeared. Where did it go? It wasn't even that it broke. She was like the body was missing. She's missing. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh so I understand why she gave it one star. Dude, that's so funny. You know what you made me think of is Eddie said the other day he was like the only time of year you see people's love for minions really come out anymore is like Halloween or Christmas when people have giant blow up minions yeah. in their yard as a decoration. And it's just so strange. Like, why? <laughs> just, I mean, I saw the minion movie. I didn't see the minion movie. I'm sorry. I did not. I've seen the Despicable Me movie. I think only the first one. And I actually really liked it. I was like, oh, that was really cute. But mm -hmm. I wasn't like, oh, Minions. Like, I love that. Like, like, the only thing I can think to compare it to is like Olaf. Like, I love Olaf from Frozen. And mm -hmm. people have like, decorations of him, like blow-ups of him in their yard and stuff like that. But like, at least he's like wintry themed, Christmassy themed, and mm -hmm. speaks in like a language that is like, and speaks. <laughs> the minions are so strange. Like they're fine, and like they're like a gag that like makes sense for little kids. I find it so strange that there's like a subsection of like adult middle-aged woman who just think the minions are the cutest, funniest things they've ever seen in their life. Yeah. So I have friends who have worked for um, like craft stores, and I know the one, one of my friends, she told me that there was a time in which people would come in and buy minion themed like decorations and items for like minion themed weddings. Like it wasn't just like a birthday party for a child, like for a wedding, which <laughs> at that point I'm like, oh my God, I, Christina, when I tell you I hate that, <laughs> we're, the, we're the, were the groomsmen in blue and the bridesmaids in yellow and like I, together? I don't know. I just remember my friend telling me they were buying like um, table settings that were minion themed and buying like nope. you know, decorated, like food decorating items. So maybe it's like the toothpicks with a little, 
I don't know, thing stuck on it that has minions on it. I was like, what is this? I really hate it. I really what hate is it. This? So yeah, people are still in their minion phase. It doesn't matter what holiday they're celebrating, but it also crosses over for the Christmas season. So <laughs> your wedding? Your I know. wedding? I know. Rest, you're gonna look back in 20 years and and look at your minion wedding. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to do. They just loved it so much. Honestly, it's really funny, but it's also really, really disgusting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, so I thought I had two, uh, three reviews for this, but it's only just the two, but it's just like, there was another um, review I was trying to look for, for this episode of the podcast for um, like minion themed inflatables that people usually put like outside on their porch yeah. or on their yard or wherever it is. But um, it, and I like thought of this because I saw it in stores and I figured, oh, okay, there might be some like worthwhile reviews that I want to talk about on the podcast, but I couldn't find any. So there's a lot of new products that just don't have any reviews on them currently. Um, so I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it's wild, like, the things that people put in their yards, like, the blow-up things, like, the minion ornaments. Like, Eddie and I just took a drive after we went to some Christmas lights today of these neighborhoods, and there was one yard that had a bunch of blow-ups, and, and there was one yard, a couple yards that had the same one that was all eight of, like, Santa's reindeer in, like, the cartoon style of, like, Rudolph. And they mm-hmm. had, like, a trough with their names on it. And the different little heads behind it would, like, go down like they're eating and come up. And it would, like, move. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. How much did they pay for this? And I tried to find it. And I'm not sure if I'm just, like, not searching the right thing. But I couldn't find it. Um, there's a bunch of inflatable reindeer. But this was all eight. And they were, like, connected. And Santa was at the end. Ooh. What, wait, was it on the yard? though mm-hmm. oh because usually when you hear of like that scene or visual of santa and his reindeer it's always like placed on the roof dude i love when i see people have stuff on their <laughs> roof. When people have shit on their roof i am like they really went for this they I really... have a lot of questions i'm always like how did they get it up there how did they power it because there's no way there's an electrical cord that goes up there uh and also how was it attached because if it's a windy day those reindeer are flying away <laughs> I don't know how people do it, but there we saw quite a few when we were out today. I wish I could find this because it was impressive in size. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I need to type in trough. <laughs> <laughs> Reindeers, <laughs> trough? Santa. We were, like, we were like, are they eating? And like, they're like eating. Okay, I found one that's a knockoff that only has four reindeer and it's $80. Yikes. But. I can only imagine, honestly, how expensive it is because I'm sure these things are really pricey. That's that's a knockoff. <laughs> I know, eighty dollars, and it's not even like the original one. Because it's not Rudolph. It's like knockoff Rudolph, and then like instead of eight reindeer beside him, it's like a dog and two other reindeer. It's Connor, Donna, <laughs> and Blitzen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the name of the reindeers duh wait, wait no I read it wrong 
It's not Connor. It's Comet. They got it right. <laughs> I got it wrong. Con- Con- <laughs> My favorite reindeer. Connor. I wish, I wish it was Connor because that would make it truly a knockoff. Connor the reindeer. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, the minions, man, they come out. Like, I remember my neighbor's yard. They had a giant Halloween minion. Um, I haven't seen any Christmas ones this year. I did when I went to Eddie's parents. Someone in their neighborhood had a giant poop emoji with a Christmas hat <laughs> in their lawn. And I was like, y'all really made that choice. You guys really spent over $50 for a poop emoji inflatable. Oh my god, I just remembered something I need to tell you about, even though it has, it has nothing to do with things that people can buy online, because I'm pretty sure it was a DIY job. Oh, There boy. is a house on the way to Eddie's parents that two years in a row, so they must do it every year. I've seen it for the past two years. In their yard, they have a manger scene, but instead of, like, your typical... I don't know, like figurines that you get in a manger wand set. They are mm-hmm. they are mannequins, like four <laughs> mannequins dressed up like Mary Joseph and the Three Wise Men, <laughs> and they have an angel, and it's so terrifying it is so scary. I wish I had a picture. It's like on a part of a road where you like would have to. I think. Eddie and I are going to try to walk to it next time we're over there. That sounds um, scary. <laughs> because it's like a part of a road where like you can't pull over super easily. Um, kind of a main road. But you could walk to it from his parents' house. And like I need, I need a picture of it because it is so wild. It is so creepy. That's definitely creative and a DIY. That's for sure. But oh, did they wow. Did they have five mannequins just like did they used to own a store and now they have five man like how did they get them because maybe they maybe they copped them from like a store closing recently because that has been happening often (laughs) these days so literally it's so creepy that sounds like a scene out of a horror game (laughs) or a horror movie it's terrifying and i every time i look for it and i laugh i laugh (laughs) It is funny, though. So since we were doing decorations for this episode, I was wondering if there was a decoration that had as much buzz as our friend the 12-foot skeleton. I don't actually think there were any. At least when I was doing my research, I couldn't seem to find any that, like, was as grand as the 12-foot skeleton from Halloween. No, you know what I keep seeing, and I think there's something on your list that goes with this. And I hate this. I hate this. All the stores are trying, and Amazon and Etsy are trying to profit off of a 2020 Christmas ornament. <laughs> yeah. So they have Santa and Mrs. Claus in masks. They mm-hmm. have toilet paper. They have. And I'm like, you think I want to remember this? <laughs> I don't want to remember. I'm gonna try to. to have this year disappear out of my long-term memory like like years from now I want to only have a slight memory of what it was like to be trapped in a pandemic I don't want it on my tree every year (laughs) (laughs) that does make me wonder so there are some families and like my family doesn't do this but maybe this is me gathering it from what I see in like movies or television shows but there are families that will do like 
I don't know, some sort of Christmas decoration or ornament that kind of like represents the year or is like specific to the year. So I am curious to see what the people who um, are getting ornaments or decorations for 2020 are going to do. Like, are they going to DIY and just add a mask to it? Or are they going to like... They don't need to. There's literally so many freaking Santa with a mask on toilet paper with 2020 on it like like, they really like capitalized on the 2020 pandemic theme and I hate it I hate (laughs) it um the one thing like the one thing my grandma used to do is every year for her tree my grandma Iker would get a new there were Hallmark puppy ornaments so it's Mm -hmm. a different puppy every year and I sure hope that puppy isn't like sitting on some toilet paper or has a mask on. on. <laughs> um, because I think it is so sad. <laughs> like it's probably going to be the hardest Christmas for a lot of people, you know, for varying reasons, whether they lose someone, they've lost someone to the pandemic, or they just can't even be with like all the people they want to be with or normally are with. That I'm like, why would you want to be like, yeah, let's remember it. Let's remember it forever and put it on the tree. Let's put it right on the tree, right on the center tree every year. <laughs> we'll put it on our Charlie Brown measly little branch <laughs> so we can remember. I the- just can't stand it. <laughs> Are there, what's the next review that we should go with? I think we we did mine, so I think it's your turn now. Oh, yes. So I was looking for weird Christmas ornaments because I was actually inspired by another one of Christina and I's favorite podcasts, which is uh, This Might Get Weird with Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hart. They are Mm -hmm. awesome. And they were talking about their Christmas trees. And Grace, this was like the first year with her partner, Elliot, they were decorating their own tree. And so she wanted to theme it. And so she was ordering all these ornaments that like kind of mean something to them. And she found a crock pot ornament. <laughs> and I was like, that is so cool. So I was like, let me look at what else they have. Now I found some ornaments. I was like, this is just too inappropriate. I'm not talking about this on the podcast because <laughs> it's just too, I can't. I can't it's not PG. Can't <laughs> not PG. Certainly not PG. This one is nice and PG. It is very strange. This is the Archie McPhee Squirrel in Underpants Glass Ornament. Oh. If you type in weird Christmas ornaments, this is one of the first ones to come up. And not only that, there's only nine left in stock. Oh. They're almost sold out. They are out of here. It's just like your typical pretty glass ornament of a squirrel wearing underwear. I don't know if it's a character. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I couldn't tell you what why why they mm-hmm. did it but people love him and mm-hmm. um the reviews are all really positive let me see let me find oh it's a glass ornament not blown glass okay well that's fine i didn't need to know that <laughs> surprisingly high quality I that's good read- <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read this previously but i'm going to now this is from beach living zero one five star surprisingly high quality but be warned shortly after i hung it on the tree i found myself in my front yard wearing only a pair of constrictive white underpants frantically searching for something i had misplaced it so confounded my wife that she rushed out of the house 
barking. I scampered right up a tree and couldn't be talked down. I have no idea what came over me. 135 people found this review helpful. Wait, are they writing this in the perspective of the squirrel? I think so. Are they adding lore to this ornament? What's going on? That You know what they saw and they, like me, were like, this needs a story. <laughs> There's a story behind this. I know it. <laughs> Wait, but you said that the person wrote that their wife came out barking? Yep. Is their wife a dog? I hope not. Oh, the mystery. <laughs> but a lot of people just say it brings them joy. It just brings them a lot of joy. Jay Burnett said, he's just so comfy on my tree and in his undies. Why did I need this? <laughs> no clue, but I did. He's marvelous. He just hangs around the tree Chilling in his tidy whities like an old guy wandering around the house in the morning. Totally comfortable and unashamed. I smile every time I look at him. Best ornament ever. <laughs> so, um, people, people really love it. They, they love play. him. They love him. Honestly, it, it's like, it's going to make you laugh every year when you get it out of the Christmas tree bin and you're like, oh my gosh, I freaking, this ornament, don't know why I bought it, but it's, it's so funny. And one day the kid's going to have it, and it's just, I love it. I love it. I love it. So is it the type of glass ornament that's, like, very fragile looking, or is it the sturdy kind? It does look relatively fragile. It's kind of like one of those, just kind of if you're at, like, a Christmas store and they sell lots of different ornaments, it kind of looks like like that kind of um, material. I wonder if it says here glass just as glass but um <laughs> oh cool <laughs> the description says squirrel in his underpants because we could all use a good laugh um, and it's just so cute and he is on sale for 14 dollars, which is pretty expensive for a single ornament but like specialty ornaments i feel like you tend to get up there because they're obviously a unique shape and and are personalized. There's actually a lot of different squirrel ornaments you can get um, on Amazon. <laughs> Is that like part of a niche that we just weren't aware of? Squirrel fans. <laughs> it probably is because like people I feel like theme their trees often and if you did like woodland creatures that's gotta true. Gotta have a squirrel in there. That's true. So when you were mentioning so I saw in the doc that you had squirrel ornament but then you mm -hmm. mentioned um, Grayson Mamrie's uh, this might get weird podcast. So I thought you were going to refer to their critter corner in which they talk about oh. like the weird critters that happen to occupy their like yard or like the wooded areas near wherever they live. <laughs> well, I will tell you, apparently Grace also has a lot of like critter ornaments on her tree. Like she has some raccoons and some like foxes and some like some something else. And she said that she feels like it's, like, been self-actualizing because there were, like, three raccoons outside her house one oh night. Oh, my God! Mm -hmm, trying to get in the trash. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We cannot have that. <laughs> the, I mean, the other ornament I was going to bring is honestly more of an honorable mention. And, like, I'm probably going to bleep out, like, what it's called. So... I mean, we, we can save that save one for it. the end. <laughs> yeah, we'll save it for the end. But the squirrel... <laughs> The squirrel was nice and family friendly. He was here for a good time. He yeah. was well. Everybody just is, is having a smile. And I think that's great. 
That's good. Um, I mean, not really related to the squirrel ornament, but related to, this might get weird, the podcast. Did you see the gift that Mamrie gave Grace? Oh, the, yes. Of the orange gritty Christmas tree. <laughs> Honestly, it's perfect. And I, I was like, that is the best gift, the best like DIY creative gift you could ever give somebody. <laughs> yeah because grace did a tiktok where she had a normal tree and then she like was all zoomed in on that she came out went around the corner of the gritty tree and it's (laughs) honestly it's a delight it looks so good like what a very creative thing to put together i would have never thought like you know what you could make gritty On a tree, into a tree, into <laughs> an orange Christmas tree. But now I know we love to exists. Are there any other squirrel ornament reviews that you got, Casey? No, that was it. I just wanted to to bring him up because I think he's delightful. <laughs> I'm glad the people who purchased the squirrel ornament think he's delightful too. Mm-hmm. I have another ornament, or not ornament, another Christmas decoration that I wanted to bring up for our reviews um this one is for it's actually relating to the inflatable decoration that we were just talking about previously in this episode but um so apparently there is this one design of a inflatable decoration called a out an outhouse santa um and it's santa in an outhouse. Actually, I can just do a screen share so you can see. <laughs> oh, please. I would love just n- love nothing more. I was like, I saw it and I went, oh, because I was reading the reviews and I didn't look at the photo at first. And I'm like, I don't quite understand the descriptions that everyone is um, bringing up. But I'll do a share screen so you can kind of see what I'm looking at. So here is the inflatable. It's um. Oh my god. It's uh, Santa. He's in an outhouse that do you see the little toilet paper oh i see it <laughs> a little toilet paper so at first i thought this was relating to um 2020 you know to the pandemic and the toilet paper shortage and things like that but nope this is just like <laughs> i don't know one of those gags relating to santa but there was one review in particular for this decoration that i just had to read out mm-hmm. um <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's uh, quite ambitious to suggest this is what's going to happen. But it was written three months ago by someone whose display name was Super Paul. They gave it five stars, and um, the review reads, this is the best airblown I've ever seen. It reminds me of the good old days in Vermont. Santa in the outhouse with a door that opens and closes as Santa goes in or out. I love it. I've had it through the afternoon and nighttime and four cars stop to look at it. It's complete with Christmas lights and toilet paper. I can see traffic jams in December. (laughs) Honestly, I love the idea of people being okay with you stopping to look at their their stuff in their yard because that's what that's who I am as a person like when I'm driving around when somebody has like a very unique decoration on their lawn like I want to stop and look at it and like take a picture of it and mm-hmm. I think that that is delightful I will say the outhouse is not one that I, I've thought of <laughs> yeah it's definitely a unique concept in terms of like what scenario can we put Santa in <laughs> I've seen a lot 
I've seen Santa on a Ferris wheel one. I've seen Ooh. Santa on like a seesaw. I've seen Santa with his reindeer, but I have not seen seen a outhouse Santa. I haven't seen an outhouse out at <laughs> I have not seen an outhouse Santa either. So that struck me as a little odd, but I do like the effort that the reviewer put into writing the review itself. Yes. Um, I do have another Santa themed inflatable review that I wanted to read out, but this one is not for the outhouse Santa. It's for an inflatable swirling Santa. Ooh. Which it's basically, I don't have like a big photo of it, but it's just like Santa standing. He's holding a candy cane in one hand and has his bag of presents in the other. And the swirling is just like the lights within mm-hmm. is supposed to have like that swirling effect. Um, but this person who reviewed it, the review was written uh, at the, on se- December 7th of this year so literally last a uh, few weeks ago they yeah, gave one star brad said i bought this or well first the title says packaging shows what the item is <laughs> and then they write i bought this as a gift for someone in the same household and because it comes oh. packaging that shows what is what oh what it is the surprise is now ruined is it so hard to put it in a goddamn box so the goddamn surprise isn't ruined <laughs> He was angry. <laughs> Honestly, poor Brad. He okay, thought he had the perfect gift. It like is very confusing to me when I read this because of course it's going to show what's in it. The point of a gift is that you put it in wrapping paper or you wrap it so that the person doesn't see it. Well, I guess maybe he meant I'm confused because they're definitely not gonna ship it in just the little box you get it at the store at least i don't think so like you know when you get a ornament at the store at like hallmark it has a picture of the ornament on the front mm-hmm. wouldn't that come in like a bigger cardboard box yeah it is i so i think they might have thought that the gift so you know how sometimes when you buy things and it's specifically a gift it'll say something like um, you know, would you like us to wrap it for like an extra charge or do you want us to um, like blindly market um, as like, you know, just like plain packaging so that it's not clear what this item is because some right. shops definitely have those options or those features. But I don't think this, I don't think Brad understood like if you were to buy this in store, because apparently you can buy this in store as well, it's of course going to come into the packaging showing exactly what it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. This person seems to not really understand how ornaments work. I feel like you just didn't quite understand how, you know, Christmas decorations work. Also, it's a little weird that you're buying this inflatable for as a present like normally inflatables are used for like the person purchasing it to decorate in their own household but to each their own (laughs) i mean their own if someone's really hard to buy a gift for i guess maybe that's that's it but i'm (laughs) trying to find what i've been trying to find this whole time is a freaking uh trough thing oh the the reindeers can't find it i also can't find uh talking about ornaments like 
like 2020, but just like ornaments people get to mark the years. The one that my grandma gets from Hallmark, I can't figure out like what it's called, but they're always a dog. And I don't know why Hallmark's making it so hard for me to find, but um, I'll find it later probably. Maybe I'll get one. I keep, here's my problem, is I keep ordering gifts, even though I have gifts for everyone on my list. I keep, I keep seeing things and I'm like, oh, I'll get this. It's not going to get here for Christmas at this point. Yeah, at this point, unless you do like, ex, you know, expedited shipping. Which, like, is so crazy to pay for. But I just need to stop. I love buying gifts. I love doing it. love trying to surprise people. And I'm really hoping I have been at Eddie's for my boyfriend. If you don't, if you don't know if this is in the podcast, Eddie's my boyfriend. Um, I've been at his house in West Virginia for, like, two weeks. So a bunch of gifts for people have gotten to my house back at home. And I'm like, I hope nobody's nobody's peeking because these are all gifts for everybody in the family so yes unlike brad they will not be uh, revealed most likely um because i wanted to be a surprise this half the fun what else um, do we have what else do we so have i also have the i have reviews for that movie happiest season mm-hmm. which i can talk about um, so for those who don't know, Happiest Season is that new Christmas holiday movie that just came out. It's currently playing on Hulu, but it's uh, I wanted to talk about it because some of the scenes were filmed in Pittsburgh. Yay! So we have some uh, hometown pride for the both of us. So it seemed fitting that I wanted to talk about it on this podcast. Um, so I watched the movie by myself and I kind of wanted to watch it without like having any bias towards it or like too high of expectations I already knew there were a lot of mixed reviews for it but watching it itself um or watching it when I finally did by myself I mean it wasn't the worst movie um there's definitely things that I think are triggering to people who kind of lived through what the characters had to experience that's for sure um but Oh man, I'm like, how do I talk about it without giving it away? Because <laughs> well, I'm like, what if you want to read it? What if you want to watch it? I mean, to be fair, the trailer sets up the basics. So, like, we wouldn't really be giving it away if we talk about what the trailer sets up, which is that there is this couple, um, Kristen Stewart and gosh, whatever the girl's name is from Fifty Shades of Grey, that actress. Um, so two women who are in a relationship long term, and mm-hmm. the Kristen Stewart's going to meet the Fifty Shades of Grey girl's <laughs> parents. She's going with her home for the holidays, and she's super excited because, and this is on the trailer, so you can't tell me it's a spoiler, because mm-hmm. she's decided, I love this woman, I'm going to propose. But on the way back home, her girlfriend says, I have to tell you something, my parents don't know I'm gay, and they think you're my orphan friend that I've adopted. <laughs> And <laughs> naturally, chaos ensues because they have to figure out, you know, basically it's a coming out story mixed up with some Christmas. And I will just say, I haven't seen the movie, but from my sister's personal experience, who is engaged to another woman, her and her fiance, Ashley, watched it. And they wanted to love it because it's a love story that would represent them as a couple. 
and they said, you know, it was fine. It just kind of wasn't as jolly and mindless as so many straight holiday rom-coms like a Hallmark movie are. It was like, Mm -hmm. there was just a lot of baggage with it because of like what comes along with like not being a straight couple, Mm -hmm. which is sad. Yeah, it definitely, like it was being promoted as a Hallmark movie. Yes. That, you know, is representing a portion of the LGBTQ plus community. But I feel like it definitely is more triggering, uh, like, on the negative aspect of it than the positive. Like, there are good things that happen in the movie. Um, But overall, it's not the kind where you can, like, just watch it mindlessly and just be like, oh, okay, like, that was fine. Like, if you're a person who's really affected by it, it's it's gonna, like, really trigger you. (laughs) Well, and I remember seeing literally the day after it came out, I always go on BuzzFeed um, and look at, like, a Christmas gift idea list on there. Mm -hmm. So this was, like, in November when this came out. It was, like, around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So I was still ordering my Christmas gifts. So I got on BuzzFeed to look at some more lists, and they had a review on there that was like Kristen Stewart's gay holiday movie is kind of a bummer and I was like oh no and I think that's what they meant by it um and this year Hallmark was like oh we got a gay movie we we're listening to the people we have a gay holiday movie coming out and let me tell you it's called Christmas House and I watched it and it stars um what's his name is it Jonathan Bennett he is he was Aaron in Mean Girls um Uh, so the main the main guy that Lindsay Lohan is crushing on in Mean Girls it's him mm -hmm. and in real life he is gay and he actually just got engaged which is to his um boyfriend which is awesome I love that but they were really really like pushing this thing you know our first gay story if you watch it the gay characters are low-key the like b-plot it's like Mm. the main plot is still a straight couple getting together and like the straight couple the guy in the couple his brother is a gay and married to another man and their b-plot is that they are trying to finalize an adoption of a kid and it's sweet like don't get me wrong it's very sweet and they're still like pretty involved in the plot Mm -hmm. not it's not the main plot like the fact that hallmark like thought they could trick us they didn't trick me (laughs) they didn't trick me you did trick me i saw through your ways like don't don't get me wrong like i loved it like i thought it was yeah his name is john the bennett i thought it was super cute like i enjoyed it but i was like oh is it just me or does it seem like the main couple is still the straight couple like because it is literally the point of view of the movie it's for the brother who's the straight brother so it's like it was still kind of a B-plot. I saw on Lifetime, I didn't watch it yet, but they premiered it a couple nights ago. Um, there is a movie, also um, a, a gay plot line, but it actually is, it seems at least, like it is actually a gay plot line. It is, um, the mom character is from, uh, gosh, that old TV show, The Nanny. Um, that woman, what is her name? I'm looking at a Dresher. Yes, that, yes, Fran Drescher is the mom, and -hmm. her son is gay, and she's like, I'm gonna set you up with this guy, Mm -hmm. and that is, like, kind of the plot, I think they're, like, working together or something, I'm not 100% sure, Um, and what's fun about that is the two men who are co-stars in it are 
married in real life. They've been married for five years, and they've been together for ten, and I was like, I love it! Oh, that's so sweet! (laughs) So I was like, man, they they really said Hallmark? Bye! We're gonna gonna one-up you on this shit. Oh, man. Yeah, so Happiest Season was being promoted as, like, a Hallmark-esque movie with a gay couple or a lesbian couple as the main focus. But um, I, along with a lot of people that I'm going to read some reviews from, didn't really see it as, like, the great movie that it was being promoted to be. Um, So one person reviewed this movie two weeks ago. They gave it two stars, and it says, this movie should be called The Boringest Season. I'm 40 minutes in, and I'm finding it hard to pay attention because it's just so stale. (laughs) They said, I'm hoping that... um, Dan Levy's character might rescue the second half with some actual laughs, yawn, dot, dot, dot. And I, yeah, I guess I can see where that person's coming from. <laughs> I can see where they're coming from with that. Um, another person, though, they reviewed it a week ago, gave it five stars and said, I am absolutely in tears. This movie is so real my heart can't handle it worship the ending the ending is all that life deserves acceptance togetherness and joy so you have a person who wasn't really that satisfied one who seemed to be very satisfied with it i mean Um, here's the thing is like you know it depends on what you're looking for the way they marketed it was kind of made you think it would kind of be happy-go-lucky and more like rom-commy versus like a dramedy which I think is more of what it was there was some drama and like you know some people like to see life reflected in art and some people like to escape their real life through these Christmas movies so I think it comes with like you know what is your expectation versus yeah I would definitely say if you are looking to um if you're looking for like a really feel-good movie this one isn't really it (laughs) that's for sure like if you're looking for a movie that you don't want to have to think too much about or like mindlessly watch this isn't really the movie but if you want to watch it to see like pittsburgh scenery and like neighborhoods in pittsburgh by all means go for it because ross park mall mm-hmm. ross park mall baby. yeah i was so i didn't even realize that they were gonna have a scene at the mall i was pretty pumped to see that they have some scenes where they're filming in lawrenceville which is like a very popular um neighborhood that a lot of films tend to shoot in so that's cool too and um yeah i just liked i personally liked seeing the pittsburgh relation to it um the i guess the conflict in the movie was a little bit like it didn't i was like oh that's like really sad like it didn't make me feel good but the moments when they were like happy or like it was more positive you definitely could feel that so it's definitely a roller coaster of emotions i would say that for sure but that's my reviews for happiest season watch if you dare yeah (laughs) watch watch with the right mindset i would say yeah Um, i mean you could go in blindly if like you're a person who isn't like really affected by it but right um, you don't have a lot of personal connection or drama related. Yeah, that's that's my that's my review and the review of some people who've reviewed the movie. <laughs> oh, I found the I found the ornaments my grandma used to get. Okay, so they are. Sorry, I just jumped into this other topic. No, it's okay. 
it is called the puppy love series and every christmas they have a new puppy and this mm-hmm. year is the australian shepherd and it's a little puppy and they always have a little ribbon collar with a golden like heart tag that has like the year on it so 20 for this year and he has a little ornament under his foot very cute very sweet um it's sold out online and in stores so i, I think it's pretty popular that people like do this as their yearly ornament because like you're never gonna look back at a dog ornament and be like oh wish i hadn't bought that <laughs> you're never gonna think that you're always gonna love it um, i mean unless it broke then i would understand why you would feel that way <laughs> that yes uh but i think we're ready to move on to honorable mentions for this week's ep honorable mentions yeah which one did you i did not list it on here but i mentioned it earlier so i'm gonna probably bleep this out but (laughs) this is labeled as a (laughs) oh what does that stand for i wonder well, oh, no. I'll show you what it looks like. Oh, whoa. What? Oh, my God. No. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, there's a series of them, Christina. This is just one. That is too kinky for my... <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. There are a series of inappropriate ornaments on Amazon that you can order under this brand. And this one is, it, it has a long description and it ends with to deck your halls and spice up your cold winter nights. Santa, <laughs> Santa's Ready Teddy is the name of this ornament. <laughs> what happens in the North Pole stays in the North Pole. Oh no, I don't like this at all. And I was just like, I can't believe it. This naughty but nice funny 2020 Christmas ornament features Santa's ready teddy buddy sporting a cute vegan leather. Oh, wow. <laughs> while, his other gig, while his other gig is selling toilet paper, don't be fooled by this absolute freak. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> Literally, I cannot believe there's an audience for this, but I guess there is. Um, it has 72 ratings oh. so far. I'd imagine some of the ones from past years maybe have more. Um, five stars. It arrives before Christmas if you order it today. I think it would make a good white elephant gift. It Yes, it definitely would. It would make <laughs> somebody laugh at a white elephant party with adults. Adults, not not children. Oh my god! Not, could you imagine a child really wanting this? <laughs> oh, a kid no. would a kid wouldn't understand what it was, and um, they'd probably yeah. ask a lot of questions, and then that would make it very uncomfortable for the parents. It would it would be a uh, Christmas to remember. But I just had to make that an honorable mention because when you look up like funny ornaments, it's one of the ones that comes up. So. Ooh. Pretty funny. So, Pretty uh, funny. So I also have an honorable mention too. Um, I have two. So one is for the SpongeBob Christmas movie, which is a classic for um 
everyone in our age range and maybe slightly younger who watched SpongeBob growing up. But the Christmas special was always a movie that my younger brother and I would watch a lot. So I wondered if there were any reviews worthwhile to read on the pod. There weren't that many, but um, there was this one website that I found where they had sections for the children to review and then the parents or adults to also review the movie, which I thought was an interesting take on it. But uh, so this one kid is nine years old and uh, he gave it four stars and he said, better than some of the SpongeBob movies, the movie's pretty good, worth a watch, nothing inappropriate like every other SpongeBob movie and great for a Christmas movie night. <laughs> inappropriate? I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, well, he said that nothing is inappropriate, unlike the other SpongeBob movies, but right, I don't but even know what they're... That's what I'm saying. And the other SpongeBob movies, I don't even know what he's referring to. I will say, looking back on SpongeBob, some of the jokes in there are probably written for the adults to get while their kids are watching. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, now, this is the movie where he's saying, Santa's coming tonight, tonight. Yes. Santa's coming tonight. I remember the year this came out, being at my grandma's. And going over to my mom and going, Mom, Santa's coming tonight, tonight. <laughs> Santa's coming tonight. I just loved that song. I loved that special. I think it's delightful. I think it's timeless. If I ever have kids, I will show it to them. I think I would too. I have another review. This time it's from a parent. Or I'm assuming a parent. Yeah, I'm assuming a parent because it's in the adult for like section of the comments uh, or reviews, but they said they rated it five stars. They said excellent special, but some slight language and violence. <laughs> um, it's a long review, so I'm just going to write read portions of it. They started sure. off saying overall, I think this was a great special and I'll go over the content um, in education, this special was more to entertain than educate, but there is one lesson taught. Don't act like a jerk and have, um, and have holiday spirit and then they end it by saying um, there is some slight language in this special just words like jerk and idiot <laughs> I mean, gotta watch out for that uh, yeah I get it if this is like a very young child maybe you don't want them saying words like jerk or idiot but I don't know I feel like at this point they would like those phrases unless said often in the household or around them it's just gonna fly over their heads like they're not really right. gonna absorb it and be like you're a jerk you're an idiot right i know sometimes i would look up movies and i would find on google like what will come up is like parent reviews whether or not this is appropriate for your child and i'm always mm -hmm. just like man people take time to write these but i guess you want to be careful with what you show your kid. I don't, hey, listen, I don't have any idea. I don't have, I don't got no kids. So <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to worry about that right now. <laughs> but, but honestly, that makes me want to like, after we finish recording this, it makes me really want to like find it and watch it because like, it's so delightful. It has so much nostalgia for me and I think would still be fun to watch and relevant. Like, I don't think it's going to age, you know, mm -hmm. um, the way that some other movies do. Like, I think, the plot line and the jokes and everything are like kind of timeless and yeah. it's a good honorable mention it is a good honorable mention it brings us back to our nostalgia again i have one more honorable mention but casey do you have another one that you want to bring up before i don't think so that inappropriate one was one that i found that i just thought was too funny not to share but mm -hmm. other than that 
Um, no. Okay. So my last honorable mention for what I'm assuming is going to be this episode, um, I titled it in the doc as the pandemic Christmas ornament. So Casey was talking about earlier in this episode about not really looking forward to the decorations that were relating to the social climate that we're in relating to the um, pandemic and quarantine Mm -hmm. and all of the symbolisms revolving around that. So um, when I was looking up just like types of ornaments to find reviews for I did wonder like okay are there (laughs) are there ornaments or decorations reviewing to or relating to the pandemic and being in quarantine obviously yes there are but there's this one from our favorite shop W Mart (laughs) (laughs) it's called the 2020 quarantine Christmas decoration um and then there's even more descriptions for it. Uh, gift personalized hanging ornament pandemic social party distancing Santa Claus with a mask <laughs> ornament. Yeah. That was a lot of words. Um, but there's two reviews in particular that I just I had to read out because I thought they were funny. <laughs> so the first one was written on December 10th of this year. So literally last week. <laughs> And they gave it one star, and they titled it Junk. Um, The person reviewing its name, Nicole, they said, A piece of crap. I guess it's appropriate for 2020. It's a cheap piece of plastic. You wouldn't even want to spend 10 cents on it, let alone $6. Do not buy unless you want an ironic 2020 ornament and like to throw your money in the garbage. And they just like have so many uppercase letters, and (laughs) they were very upset. Which I understand. I'm like looking at the picture, which let me pull it up so you can see it too. That is not worth $6. It is something you're getting from like a giant, you know, superstore. So I guess, I don't know, the quality should still be good, especially if it's like not the dollar store. You know what I mean? It's not like it was like. So here's the ornament. Oh, I saw this one when I was looking. And then here is the backs. So look, it's literally just plastic. Oh, that is really dumb. That I is was, not worth six dollars. It looks from the front, especially if you were to order it online, like a porcelain maybe material. Mm-hmm. But it's most and definitely not that. Yeah, that would be super. Yeah, that's literally like part of an ornament. It feels like. I so I don't blame that person. I actually agree with them. I would be very upset if I were to get this. Um, yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up the other review I had. If if I could just be okay. I was like, why isn't it letting me X out? Um, <laughs> yeah. Another person also reviewed it one star. They reviewed it back in November 29th of this year. Said very poor quality. Very disappointed. Cheap looking plastic. Not at all the way it looks in the ad. I ordered three of them. One is paper thin and didn't even come with the correct number of characters, and the other two are slightly thicker but still very lightweight and cheaper, cheap looking. Certainly not worth $7.49 each. And then I looked deeper into like the description of this. Um, so they have various different versions of it. Um, I'll do screen share so you can see those as well, Casey. They have various different versions that you can order. Um, so strange coming from yeah, like, a name brand 
and store that they would allow it to be oh i see okay so depending on like what you wanted how many family members you got you want to put <laughs> except for they're all just really cheaply made and things like that they're honestly a little creepy looking as well like their little faces are <laughs> yeah i also just realized that oh wait where is it the one nope I, I think that little red O is supposed to be, like, the coronavirus oh. thing. <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, looking at the photo closely, I could definitely, I would have expected it to be, like, an ornament that you'd buy at, like, the dollar store. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's just, like, why would this big name brand allow themselves to sell something Dutch like it's not necessarily that's made cheap but they're selling it for a price that you would think like that literally looks like something I would get at like the dollar store that's mm-hmm. like below Eddie's apartment like they have stuff that it's like you know two three dollars but like you're paying for it you get mm-hmm. so yeah you know what and it just goes to show that you shouldn't be buying freaking 2020 themed ornaments because it's it is trash and this is not the way you're going to want to remember it if you get the puppy ornament from Hallmark that's one thing but the themed, like, oh, look at the mask. Look at the little virus. Isn't this fun? Look at the it's toilet paper. <laughs> it's not fun. It's sad. So. <laughs> but that was one way to end up our <laughs> our podcast episode for today. One way. Is there anything else that you would like to add, Casey? I don't think so. I was going to tell you, you know, after we talked about milk throffer, throffer, oh my gosh. Frothers. <laughs> yes. In the last episode, I did from a YouTuber that you and I both know, Simple Neological. She had a recommended one for her tea lattes. And I was like, ooh, let me order this. Let me tell you, it was $60. Oh, oh, no, no, no. And I said, no, thank you. So we're still on the hunt for an affordable milk milk frother. If anybody knows. Please send it our way. All right. So like always, you can uh, listen to the Tried and Booed podcast every other Tuesday on the Anchor app. Or usual podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you stumble upon a really weird review online and you want to let us know, you can send it to our email, triedandbooed at gmail.com. Just remember to write out the word and. And remember, if you don't have anything nice to say... We'll say it on our podcast. Bye. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Trident Boot Christmas. Yay. <laughs>